Alright, so today I'm going to be talking about an interesting paper that came out uh, in the Journal of Resuscitation in 2018, July. Um, it's called The Implementation of the Cardiac Arrest Sonographic Assessment, or the CASA protocol, or CASA. I don't know, I speak Spanish, so I'm going to call it CASA. Uh, protocol for patients with cardiac arrest is associated with shorter CPR pulse checks. So that's the name of the uh, the article. I'll provide the link for it uh, as well in the show notes. But basically what they did is uh, there's been some recent literature that shows that ultrasound during cardiac arrests is associated with longer times in between uh, res the resuming of compressions, which is a bad thing, right? We're taught that no longer than 10 seconds, but what they found is on average if you implement uh, ultrasound in between pulse checks, you actually end up with about an 18 second delay on average. So that's more, right, than, than what we should be doing. So what they tried to do is uh, implement a protocol for ultrasound usage during codes to see if this could decrease the amount of time uh, in between the resumption of, of compressions. So a couple of thoughts that I had on this and things that I've been doing during codes and when I am asked to do ultrasounds during codes or when I ask someone to do an ultrasound during a code, I have kind of like four points that I wanted to touch on uh, in this paper. One, the thing that they found is if you did implement the CASA protocol, you did have decreased time, although it wasn't a lot. Uh, it did decrease the time in between uh, resuming compressions. But one thing, a couple of things that I wanted to talk about about how to decrease this time uh, that you are in between when you're not doing compressions right, um, a couple of ways that you can decrease it while using ultrasound. The first thing is, basically this protocol essentially says you look at one thing at a time. What they saw is that a lot of people when they put the ultrasound probe tried to get, you know, a view of like a two chamber or a parasternal long and a parasternal short and a good able for all while in between, you know, while compressions have stopped. And this led to increased time between the resumption of compressions. So basically the CASA protocol is you look at one thing, you stop. And I'll actually, this is the chart. So the first stop, right, the first, you stop compressions, you put the ultrasound probe in the sub-xiphoid view, which is another point which I'll talk about here in a second. But the first thing you look for is pericardial fluid, yes or no, RV diastolic collapse, yes or no, RA systolic collapse, yes or no, or a plethoric IVC. So these are the first things, and that's what you answer during the first and that's it, you take it off. The next big point that I think they point out is you do not try to interpret the ultrasound while you're doing it. After you've done the ultrasound, you record the clips, you get off the chest, you let the compressions resume, and then you try to interpret while the compressions are doing what you saw in the ultrasound. But these are the questions that you're trying to ask, answer Excuse me, during that first time. The second time you're looking for RV dilation, is it greater than 1 to 1? RV systolic dysfunction, McConnell sign, or plethoric IVC. And these are, again, looking for more like PE, right? So right heart strain uh, is the answer, uh, is what you're looking for with that. And then the third one is organized activity. Any pooling of blood. And the last question that you're trying to answer is cardiac activity. So just to kind of run through those points again, to decrease the amount of time between compressions while using ultrasound, you should one, look at one thing at a time and not try to interpret the ultrasound while you're looking at it. Rather, you get the views, you save the images or the clips, excuse me, you get off, you, get off, you let the compressions resume, 
and then you try to interpret after. Two, use the subxiphoid view. This is something, uh, because you'll have the pads on for defibrillation, uh, if you try to do a peristernal long or short, uh, you will ultimately get gel around or under those pads, which will make them useless. So the subxiphoid view is the desirable view. It can be difficult sometimes, especially if they've been bagged and they've got this gastric expansion and can be problematic. But trust me, it's better to have a hard time getting a view than to have your pads falling off in the middle of code, which has happened to me. Three, count out loud. This is something that I started doing once we started hearing about the increased time in between compressions due to ultrasound is if I'm asked to put an ultrasound on a chest, the moment I put the ultrasound on, I start counting out loud, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, etc., so that I know in my head and so that those around me can realize exactly how long we've been taking before we resume compressions. And then the last thing, like I said already, is to interpret the clips after you've saved them. And this has been shown to decrease in this study uh, the amount of time in between the resumption of compressions during uh, cardiac arrest with the usage of ultrasonography to help kind of guide your resuscitation. Hope this has been helpful. It's a really interesting paper. I recommend that you go and read it for yourself. And these have just been a couple of tips of using ultrasound during a code situation. If you have any questions or feedback, please let me know. Thanks for listening.